sometimes I wonder why I'm just so blessed. No bite, bite. Like, God really just keep on blessing me, and it's not fair to you, ho. Nigga, what the fuck do I look like? I walk in a park, bitch? You gotta pay for this. Take your fucking drawers off, nigga. No bite, bite, bite. Alright guys, welcome back to the Diamonds Dosage Podcast. It's your girl Diamond and thank you so much for tuning in once again. Today, we might have one of the craziest guests of the episode, of the season, I mean. Uh, DJ of the L. history of this whole thing. We're going, we're going to make history today. <laughs> DJ This L. is the beginning of the end. I just want y'all to know that we finna just turn my sis join up. Can <laughs> I curse? You. Yes. We finna turn her shit up, man. We about to turn this shit up. Like you said, DJ L in the motherfucking This ain't building. no regular shit. I don't do interviews, nigga. And I talk a lot. Y'all know my dumb ass, so come on. <laughs> okay, since you're already talking, can we get a little more introduction about who you are, what you do? You know, a lot of people know me as the guy that, um, you know, I, I would say my contribution to hip-hop was on a lot of fronts. I think that before rap music, I was already a legend. I went to two high schools. I went to... Um, Hales Franciscan, and I went to um, South Shore High School. I was the youngest debater in the Chicago Debate League in 2008. I was the number one debater in Chicago. Y'all niggas could look it up. So I do this shit. I don't want scholarship. Scared. I want the Abraham Lincoln debates. The new South Shore High School on 75th and Jeffrey was built because of me. Wow. The old bourgeoisie. Jews that lived in the area had a representative that still was at the South Shore High School named Shelly. If you know anything about the east side of South Shore High School, it was a white flight that occurred and they stopped building the new South Shore High School because it was an original building that was from the 30s and then they had a new one and then they just stopped building it once blacks started moving in the neighborhood. Mm. So a guy named Shelly who was an alumnus just stayed around. They call him old. They call old, old man Shelly. was a white guy. Jewish. And he um, wanted to prove that South Shore still had intellectual ability with the kids. And I was a kid that was achieving academically as far as in, you know, the debate stuff. And that was at DePaul University. It was in 2008. And I killed everybody. And that's facts. So before I met any of them motherfucking rappers that y'all know me for, I've been a legend. I've been doing this shit. Like, I'm not even a legend. I feel like this year I'm an icon. I think I'm approaching being an icon. Uh, who's done more for black culture mm-hmm. um, and achievements from the drill movement other than me and, like, a couple other people that I ain't going to name? So I feel like my current my current contribution as far as things, I, I attribute them to being iconic. Mm-hmm. But I'm still a regular nigga. I'm going to play the PS5. I'm going to eat my Doritos and Cheetos. <laughs> I'm going to watch Minister Louis Farrakhan. I'm going to go... Uh, Riding a fucking Range Rover and fucking BMW, and I'm going to just, like, live my life and be on Clubhouse, like, 300 hours a month. So, you know, that's, like, my life, and that's where we at. <laughs> Thank you for the introduction. We appreciate you. But most people know me just off the funny shit from working with Herb and Bibby, 
um, discovering them, and they know I discovered their ass. So shout out to them. I love them to my brothers. If they don't want to talk to me no more, it's all good. I got to play the uh, collard greens for y'all niggas on Christmas. And we helped with development of Juice World, and uh, so, among other things, I discovered Tink. You know, helped her oh, get wow. her original sound. Dreezy, I was uh, instrumental in getting her her deal. All these niggas will tell you this. You know, we ain't doing no cap, no graduation cap, baseball cap, stocking cap, <laughs> cap and gown, none of that. We're no telling cap. motherfuckers straight up, this is what we did. And I'm humble about it, bro. I never want to really put myself in the light, but now I'm seeing like my voice is important to empower other niggas' voices. Mm -hmm. So that's where I'm at. Thank you. Thank you for yeah, that. Yeah, but shout out to this new jacket, though. You know, because I mean... Man, niggas got to afford they, they leveraging of the intelligence out here, but we got to communicate and speak to niggas in a way that they understand yeah. with this. Like, I got... I'm still black power, nigga. This the Martin Luther King, Louis V. Facts. That's why we here today, to empower people and get them some conversation. Some niggas don't need to be empowered, though, but, we, but you know, I appreciate you. You one of the leaders, and we going to make sure that... We, you know, we assist you and shit. And Thank you. you. I appreciate you for coming out. You know, you're that nigga and all, so. I'm not that I'm nigga. Humble. I'm an icon. <laughs> like, I just really want y'all to know, like, anybody listen, I'm looking at this camera. Right I am Look, that's icon. your camera. Right listen, bro. Seriously. But we all icons, and nobody is nobody. Mm -hmm. And we trying to bring the next niggas in. Anybody that's disputing what I'm saying right now, you sit up there and you make five, six millionaires and change niggas' lives. Nigga, a nigga that I discover is in the forest. So when you do that, holler at me. Thank you for that, DJ. Yeah, yeah man. Forbes, <laughs> my nigga. The white man's measurement. How has this year been for you, though? I just found out, man, this year, is that a lot of niggas got to die. Okay. Uh. <laughs> yeah. I was no, not expecting No, no, that. Pay no cutting. A lot of niggas. We're not going to cut it. No, let's keep it a buck. Go ahead. A lot of niggas got to check out for real, bro. Like, a lot of niggas is a part of the problem instead of the part of the solution. And death might not be physical. We might just need to kill these niggas' careers or kill these niggas' influence on our babies or anything. At the end of the day, let's be real. Niggas are scared to sell the, tell the truth because mm -hmm. niggas don't want that bullet in their motherfucking brain uh, juice and they and they brain uh, when the shit happens because they scared to lose their life. Anything I'm saying, bro, and everybody want to act like, you know, I, I had a conversation with somebody who was like, oh, ew, are you truly built like that? You want to, hey, listen, bro, we going to be who we going to be. We only get one life. Mm -hmm. And we want to make the best of our experience on this earth, enriching and enculturing, uh, enriching and inspiring the cultural domination of our people on these international stages, bro. Yes. So that's what we And like gatekeeping the culture. I feel like black people don't gatekeep the culture as far yeah. as just allowing everybody into our culture with no type of guidelines to it. Yeah, because niggas want to suck that white dick because they mm. think it's going to get them in the colony. But really, nigga, you still in the Nissan, my G. You a fuck nigga. Mm -hmm. You betraying our culture. You letting enemies in. And I'm not saying all white people enemies. I'm just saying people that have a conscientious objective to sabotage us. You let them in mm -hmm. because you scared because you a bitch. That's why I'm standing up. And I, 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 I challenge anyone 
who under the sound of my voice, who is inspired to change, be the change you want to see. Mm -hmm. But don't be on no figurative shit. Like if a nigga play with you as a man, defend yourself. As a woman, defend yourself. And defending yourself don't just mean guns and all that. Defend your honor. Mm -hmm. Defend your intellectualism. Defend your pride. And, and that's what and dignity. Have. Nigga play with my dignity, I'm slapping him. Facts. Okay, so don't play with his dignity. <laughs> I'm on my big Gucci man energy, bro. We underdogs. We get in the position and we call these niggas out on the biggest stage possible. Facts. That's how you coming? Yes. That's how I came. Okay. <laughs> keep coming that way. I'm just doing it for myself. I went Nelson Mandela flow on other niggas' behalf and they got rich. Mm -hmm. And now it's my time to get myself rich and fuck a relationship. If it's, it's what's the what's the point of having a relationship if it's not no honor and utilization of a relationship anyway? Yeah. I'm trying to protect air at that point. I'm not air beefing with nobody. I live in Chicago. I travel very strategically. And I will kill anyone trying to harm me or my family behind what I'm saying. I'm not on no ignorant, super gang-banging mm -hmm. extra shit. I'm not on none of that. Because a lot of people have issues with what I'm saying on Clubhouse. And we're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. But we just got to, hey, nigga, I'm ready to, I'm at the point I'm 28. Y'all think Martin Luther King, Dr. King, them niggas weren't even 40 yet before they checked yeah. out. They died before 40. But look how much they added before they died. Exactly. So I'm finna added start. Added value, yeah. I'm finna start. I'm a crusader for the truth, and I'm a fucked up person too. I got a lot of fucked up ways. But at the end of the day, I just want the best for everyone, fair mm -hmm. inclusion, uh, fair treatment for artists, fair treatment for all human beings that's trying to handle their business. But I'm not no fake, woke-ass nigga. Like, there's a lot of niggas doing this shit because it's cool. Mm -hmm. Fuck being cool. We create the climate for our policies to be what's cool. Yeah. Stop sucking dick. If you not... Matter of fact, you know what? Stop <laughs> sucking niggas dick you don't even know. At least know the nigga you dick you sucking. Well, but that's, that's what I want to get into, too, like, with social media. But first... First, I see you got a little animosity, but... Yeah, I'm just mad. It's okay. Me. It's really okay. Don't be though. mad at me, though. Don't I be mad at me. I, mad. <laughs> I know. First, I want to get into some this or that questions. Uh -huh. Okay? So, the first question. You're an ass or a titty man? Ass, for sure. A man? I feel like men always pick the ass cheeks. Because I can't biologically do anything to breast. I only could do it from a lust standpoint. An ass <laughs> is the quintessential part of the focus of most men. <laughs> And I'm a part of that company of guys. So okay, ain't nothing wrong with it. I love, and it don't got to be a big, dumb, large, humongous ass. I just want one that fits your body, that has a little added gain to it, and then we maneuver for it in a sexual way. So, you know. Do you eat ass? Yeah. That's not even a question. Yeah, for sure. I know I'm going to regret this shit. Yes. <laughs> I do. Real kings eat ass, okay? No, no. I'll be honest with you. I've eaten my woman's ass. I've experimented <laughs> with it. You know what I'm saying? You know, at the end of the day, if you eating pussy at some point, you're going you to You got to say hello to the ass. Kind of, but at the end of the day, I'm not just like, bitch, been over, ah, like that. I mean, in the course of sexual, if you with your bitch, you will probably do that. But I, I don't think that that's a focal point. Mm -hmm. I think it's like, okay. I'm like, oh, it's like, dab, nigga. It's like, you know, like, remember niggas dad, like, you know? But I'm not Drake like... Drake said it's like speaking to your neighbor. It's courtesy. Hey, what's up? 
You know, that's what it is, shit, you know, for me. You know, so but we not just, uh, you know. So. Harold's or Uncle Remus? Harold's. Uncle Remus is sweet Sweet chicken. as hell. I always Bro, say that. Who wants sweet chicken? We're not Asian, my nigga. <laughs> no disrespect what? to the Asians. I don't want sugar chicken. Fuck that nigga. shit tastes so I sweet. I want acidic chicken. I'm black. <laughs> Salt, pepper, lemon pepper, motherfucking sauce. Yes, here. <laughs> Fuck Uncle Ring. <laughs> Sports car or a luxury car? I'm a BMW driver, so I get the sport and the luxury. Mm. But I think that a luxury is the wave. Like, facts. You feel yeah. more comfortable? I mean, I haven't driven an American car in a long time. God is good. So, you know, okay. at the end of the day, if your ass in a, a Jeep or something, you lose. Mm. Okay, no disrespect to the people that's listening. <laughs> He's just in a different tax bracket. Okay, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Man, shout out to the Lamborghini Urus is the next vehicle for me. The disrespect. The Lamborghini Urus is the next vehicle for me. I'm the last of the three. Herb has one. Bibby has one. I don't have one yet. But I promise you, by my birthday, February 16th, I will have acquired a Lamborghini Urus. And I'm going to do something that a lot of people ain't going to do. I'm going to ride up and down 79th in my shit. Facts. Every day. I can't wait for that for you. I love that for you. You know why I want to do that? I don't want to do it for motivation. I just want to do it to show white cops like, yes, nigga, I am somebody. Jesse Jackson flow. Facts. So, yeah, no, it's all good, bro. I just want to inspire the people. Mm -hmm. And last one. Light or dark liquor? Okay. I feel like I personally like dark liquor. First of all, all this shit is the white man poison. So let's just put it out there. I'm not going to be on no... Tequila be fine. Now let me tell you something. Light liquor is another level. You might wake up in somebody's bed that you don't know off the light liquor. But the dark liquor, you might be fucking in the car outside. So for me... <laughs> I'm definitely light liquor all day because the shots be di different. But that dark liquor, bro, I see why niggas was having 15, 20 kids and shit. So I can't do that. Tequila for me, too. It's more like an upper. Like the, the brown be like a downer. The tequila gave me a little boost. I don't know. Man, look. That tequila, I'm trying to tell you. I'm sorry. You, it's all good. you get enough tequila, it's like you off that D. Facts. I'm trying to tell you, that shit changed a person, whole energy. And ain't no mistake with Meek Mill's 1942 shot turned a monster. Yeah, because I don't know what they, they do, do with niggas. That shit have a motherfucker twerking in church. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> On my mama, boy. I'm trying to tell you. This man is crazy. Hey, you know what? I've heard that a lot. I embrace it at this point. <laughs> I think I am crazy. You know what I say? You know what, motherfucker? I am crazy. I don't give a fuck. My first conversation with you was yesterday. And yeah. I was like, yeah, something yeah, is crazy, I, but I, I like him. I have a mental problem, self-admittedly, but nigga, we all do. We all do, yes. I'm slow for real. But you know what? I think it's a thin line between genius and what insanity. So, okay. Um, so what's next? The, ne the next thing is the topic. So we about to get into it. Unless you got some other shit to say off your chest. Oh, um, no, I'm good. Okay. So we're going to get into the topic today, y'all. And the topic is about social media and creating healthy boundaries. Like, what's healthy? 
what is compromising your real persona, you know, mm. what are the boundaries when, when it comes to social media, with relationships, everything, career, everything. Uh, so I just want to start off with asking you if you saw The Social Dilemma, because I saw that documentary, documentary on Netflix. No, I don't. You never saw it. Mm. It's about basically they break it down. They break it down and saying, like, these social media apps like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of these apps is creating um, basically a valid validation system for people. And mm. they make it people be addicted to these apps intentionally. It's not, like, the most humane thing. Yeah. Um, my thoughts on that is it's addicting because it's high school all over. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Instagram, like, I could facilitate certain things in my life off of Instagram. Like, that's what people don't understand. People's getting rich off this shit. Yes. People is getting women. Mm-hmm. Women's getting men. People is <laughs> getting cult followings, you know, off some pictures. Mm-hmm. Off motherfucking pictures, dog. So when you at that point in your life where you in your phone and your phone is like essentially like you know, it's your ID. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Record you know, your life. It's recording your life. It's like, bro, I, th- I, I, I think this. Um, a brother named Sarasun Seti, who I admire and honor that brother's contributions to our people so much, he said some funny shit. He said the fucking worst thing they could have did to these niggas is give all these niggas a camera on their cell phone. Mm-hmm. Because it ain't like we record the babies being in a good position or having fun or the, you know, recently we have a, you know, when he said the statement, it wasn't, we, were, we wasn't recording the marches or talking about the Sean Bills or what mm. Sean Bill, well, not when that was, but uh, uh, let's say like the, let's say uh, the Freddie Grays and all them type mm-hmm. people. We wasn't doing that initially. But a nigga record the worst parts of black America. 50 niggas jumping on a, a, a bitch and her mama. Uh, I'm Black sorry, woman having an abortion in the tub. Uh, these niggas, uh, 50 niggas in Walmart set black baby on fire. Like the worst of our mm-hmm, people. Mm-hmm. And we have people watching that shit. And you wondering why they feel the way they feel. Because they generalize the actions of a few misguided youth on the entirety of black America. And you wondering why it's Karens out here. And you wondering why it's Kens and all. I don't know the male equivalent of Karen. But <laughs> white Man, that's, you know, racist because they seeing this shit. World star hip hop has destroyed our people. Wow, that's deep. That's a deep statement because, to say. you know, they had the premise, but when they was able to see that shit, come on, bro. World star hip hop, YouTube, a lot of that shit contributes. I don't yeah. want to just drop it on one. Yeah. Nigga, part of us, some of the music, if, 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 my, if our music inspired one person to kill another person, then nigga, I fucked up black culture. We all equally yoked in that, and we got to be responsible. But to your point, like an app like Clubhouse is, um, like like Dr. Greg Carr said, like Chinua Chebe says, um, it could be the knife on the thing that holds it all together. We at the point where whatever movie you was talking about. We are about to enter an app that could change everything and end it all because you're bringing everybody together in a space verbally. That's scary. Yeah, like we was just saying yesterday on the phone, like, you know, Clubhouse is Twitter on steroids. But I do want to get back to your black, the black point um, that you made and how they 
because everything is just like there. We can see it at all times. We can see people doing everything in their life, whatever they want to share. And black, white people watching black people, I feel like, well, white people have been racist. But this has just heightened it with social media and mm -hmm. them showing our culture, especially on War Stop Hip Hop. That's like my first introduction to like... Crazy shock yeah, videos. To, yeah, to shock, shock shit. Nigga shock videos was invented on that website. It's the father of a shade room. It's mm -hmm. the father of a lipstick alley. It's the father of a... Because um, when you hear World Star... World Star, <laughs> World Star, because... Think about that. Go crazy. It was the father... Look, that's a topic on Clubhouse I'm going to do. Did World Star Hip Hop expose other cultures to the worst parts of black culture? And that's a real conversation and debate mm -hmm. you got to have. Mm -hmm. I think so as well. Yeah. I think that everything is heightened on social media, like, because we see so much and we, because it travels so fast. News travels so fast. Like, you went, back in the day, it would it would take a day for everybody to know what's going on in the world. And social media has just heightened that. Time so travel. it's like, Modern yeah, day time travel. It's overconsumption to a point where our brains don't even know, like, what's important and what's not important. is to be, but look, knowledge is born, though. You know what I'm saying? And my thing is this. I'm supposed to know what the fuck is going on. We supposed to have the discipline and the discernment to know how to manipulate these situations in a positive way. Imagine if Clubhouse existed during the time of slavery. It wouldn't be slavery. What they would have been on that talking about? No. I'm just saying, hypothetically speaking, let's just say a system. I'll give you better. Let's just say a system like Clubhouse mm -hmm. where it was a multi-real-time uh, communication system in the inner part continent of Africa could all communicate with one another and say, hey, these people is coming. You would not, we wouldn't be here right now. Exactly. Because they would have been able to communicate. The lack of communication in history um, has historically been something that has stopped people from being able to make key moves in chess games that determine how civilizations are for the long term um, of, for the long term effects of any type of colonization. So you can't play chess if you don't know what the fuck going on. And technology has always been used to dominate. Mm -hmm. And niggas is, is not prepared for this shit that's coming. That's what because I'm saying. Because the, the new racism is this. I might not be a Klansman to walk up on you and say, nigga, that's just some historical shit. I'm going to get my shit off. I might oppress you, nigga, because you live in a community and you can't get internet that could get you there. Mm -hmm. Or you might get a 1,000 megabits per second from Comcast, but you can't upload that fast. So you can't reload your gun quick enough to counter me. But if I go in a white neighborhood, I got a 1,000 megabits up and down or downtown. So, nigga, you don't even got no internet access. Mm -hmm. So how could you even contribute? The only thing you got is your phone and a, a rudimentary sense. A rudimentary, um, sense. Really basic. Mm -hmm. So our people in a state of emergency... If you want to ask me what I learned in 2020, I learned that niggas got to die because we got a lot of Benedict Arnolds in our community. We got a lot of motherfucking Judases in our community. A lot of niggas that's really ain't really trying to help people. It's a lot of fake woke, fake publicity stunt actors. Mm -hmm. Niggas got, you know, taking this COVID shit and making themselves rich off of establishment, and that's good. If you out EDDing, if you out motherfucking, you know, doing whatever you got to do, in my opinion, get your money. Unemployment. Rob these people because they rob jobs. Do, but be smart. Move like what? An escaped slave. Mm -hmm. The underground. Let me, let me say something to all y'all black folks. 
the Underground Railroad has been reinstituted right now. Whether you want to believe it or not, it is the time you may have to flee up out this motherfucker. That vaccine is on the way. If you niggas don't comply, you might die. You know what I'm saying? It's either time to fight back or get destroyed. You heard that nigga? You heard Dr. Khaled Muhammad? This the year of the bullet or the bullet. Mm -hmm. You don't have a choice. You do not have a fucking choice no more. You can sit up here and listen to Lil Durk and Drake all day. Or you could get off your ass and make preparations to prepare and brace for impact for the impending battle that's coming. That clubhouse just gave a fucking verbal machete that everybody in America and subsequently in the Western um, civilized quote-unquote world. So you feel like Clubhouse is so detrimental because it's so personal. And you can actually hear these people's voices. Bro, it's interpersonal technology without being personal. It's synthetic, my nigga. It's no different. Yeah, than when I was when I be in them rooms, people don't be caring. They be they letting the chopper sing. Like it don't matter who sing. in the room. If you a celebrity in the room, they don't give a fuck. They calling you out. They saying what you did wrong. They critiquing your music. They critiquing your your content or whatever. They don't give a fuck. Because at the end of the day, I'm doing it because I feel like it's right. But the, but I know they view it as oh he's clout chasing, and it's cool. Because if I get the clout, which I am chasing, mm -hmm. we can help our people. <laughs> we can put the information out here mm -hmm. and really do the necessary work. It's balanced what I'm talking about. The parity is there. We're going to help niggas and we're going to have fun. Mm -hmm. Help niggas, have fun. Edutainment. That's what this shit is about. I'm going to troll your bitch ass and then we're going to talk about George Washington Carver, who was real life. Elon Musk before mm -hmm. Elon Musk. Mm -hmm. But you bitch ass niggas will be talking about a Tesla when the brother was on Tuskegee's <laughs> campus putting a motherfucking twerk in and y'all call this nigga the peanut butter man. You know how many Y'all some bitch ass niggas. Mm -hmm. Facts. It's so much so many creations he made just off the peanut. People need man, to know. Man, that that's just that. But you bitch ass niggas been told that this nigga is the peanut nigga. So you don't look all oh, that mm -hmm. nigga but peanut butter. What? That's Elon Musk, she. Innovation, inspiration, mm -hmm. edutainment, education. That's what it's about. I don't give a fuck about no beats no more. That shit was 10 years. What did that really do? But get me lit. I don't care. I had this motherfucker come to me and tell me, oh, ill, you should be focused on the beats. You one of the greatest to ever do it. Fuck it. I don't care. Right. It don't matter. But that you can't be boxed not, in, though. You can't be boxed in. I mean, like... But we're not boxing in. ourselves. we just know, like, bro, I'm not finna be talking about a violin of my mama getting shot in the face. Fuck this violin. It's more serious what matters. God damn it. And we're not playing games this year. So, when the AKA said, they might be saying it, you know, for their thing, but it is a motherfucking serious matter. That was just what 2020 was. And niggas gotta stop playing with people. Because everybody thinks that somebody not this way or not. You don't know who a person is. You don't know what their endeavors are, their ambitions are, what strives them. You don't know what yeah. was in me. Niggas thought Nat Turner was just a regular slave preacher. And he turned up on their ass. Yeah, but one thing that he did wrong is the communication. He didn't communicate properly. So he had to, he turned up. But what he did wrong was he didn't get 
he was trying to put people together and niggas sold him out. Mm -hmm. Niggas sold him out, my G. So I'm prepared for the Judas in my circle because we eliminate, because look, we cutting throats. You in my circle, you ain't rocking me. Get the fuck away from me. Facts. Mm -hmm. And I'm not drinking after nobody. I'm not letting no bitch trick me so you could kill me. And they say, hey, rape some kids. I do No, you're not going to disparage my name, <laughs> nigga. Matter of fact, I'm not even drinking this cup because that's how it happened. And a nigga be foaming at the mouth. That's facts, bro. When you say communication, because I personally feel like social media has like ruined personal human interaction and communication. That's why Clubhouse is scary because it restored it. It restored it. You not behind the screen, my nigga. Mm -hmm. I could talk to you on there and it feel like we all in the same room. That's the 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 the, the voice is so powerful. Yes. The power of the tongue is powerful. Speak yes. affirmation. I'm not gonna keep preaching death like Tupac. No, the niggas that's playing with me, they're gonna die because I'm gonna be here. We what? We fighting against principalities and the rulers of the darkness and evil in yeah. this world. That's what the Bible say, my G. Facts. These niggas goofies. And niggas don't want to die for real because niggas want to get a fucking uh, PS5 or a Lamborghini Urus because you think you that nigga because you want to fuck the bad bitch that was next to the little baby in the section. Mm -hmm. Nigga, you's a goofy. Mm -hmm. You betraying your people and you wasting our time. Now, but I feel like, but I, I feel like social media got a lot to do, especially like with influence and influencing the younger generation, especially like they see these niggas living it up. They see these niggas in the club. They see the jewelry. They see the the bad bitches, you know, and they want that. And they the want that instantly. Is, and the reality is, you on the payroll of white establishment, and you really don't got bread like that for real. You cap. You owe Uncle Sam. That's the reality Facts. of it. You owe the white man. And you can write it off and whatever. And niggas talking all that blah blah the blah 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 the blah blah the blah blah the blah. Man, nigga, when y'all get it, y'all sell it. You in block? You wanna buy? You wanna uh, get block acquisition? But you're not teaching block retention. Give it to your kids. But you wanna flip so you could ball and be in a Lamborghini mm -hmm. Urus or a Rolls Royce Cullinan. That's selfish, my nigga. Hustle for your bloodline. Mm. You a bitch. Facts. This is real. So you niggas want to sit up there and be like, oh, L cap, L this, L that. I, okay, you can have any opinion about me you want in the world. But what I want you to do is this. Be the change you say I'm not. Mm -hmm. Don't sit and troll and be like, oh, nigga, woo, woo, woo. Because it's so easy to be a different person behind bro, social media. Bro, these niggas. You never really know who people are behind social media. Bro, they're going to see your shit and say L cap. But I challenge you, when you in your little cave in the wall, or you saying, I'm a nobody because you think you're somebody, but really you going to be the last goat killed if I'm the first one. You still a goat, nigga. Mm -hmm. And you walking our keys, our people to the slaughter. I'm not going to be super preachy, but that's how I feel. I'm going to say how I feel. I love pretty women, too. I love, you know, I have my, my weak moments, too. But I'm not a dummy. Nigga, I know something wrong. I'm not condoning it. We in the worst position we've been in as a people. We was almost better than slaves. At least we knew the dynamic for real. Now it's some whole other shit. Like, I'm going to smile in your face, and I'm going to poli put policies in place for you never to win. Mm -hmm. And all these niggas got to pass their babies, including myself, is slavery. Mm -hmm. As the what? White man giveth, he what? Taketh away. I'm not anti-white. I'm pro-black. 
I'm not a pan-Africanist no more. I used to be a pan-African global supremacist. Wow. Pan-African global supremacy. Global supremacy. But I, I, I got to looking at that and I started realizing that certain people ain't us. So if you African and you assisting us, it's cool. But if you got your if you recognize your ancestors has something to do with the sale and transportation of our people to this land, which subsequently led to us building the greatest nation on planet Earth in the history of the Earth, and you don't acknowledge that, you a fuck nigga. Mm-hmm. You a bitch ass nigga. You a goofy. Matter of fact, you ain't even a nigga. You ain't good enough to be a nigga. Nigga had to be earned. Nigga was earned through motherfuckers getting hung, black women being whipped. raped, motherfuckers being whipped, motherfuckers being oppressed. Free again. labor. Niggas is earned. We earned the title, G. Because you had to face that. So you so if you African, you ain't a nigga. You not us. We are different. And when that check come, which I don't really think they're gonna give it, but if it come, you're not getting none. You're not going to be over here impersonating yourself as an African-American and your ass is not a part of the solution. I think they, no offense to anybody out there, but I do think that they make that very known too. Like they create a division, you know, between Africans and African-Americans. Bro, if you're an African that is complicit and consents in the transportation of our people by your forefathers, fuck you and I hope your whole family die. Facts. Because you sold me out. You sold our people out. It's not your responsibility to atone, but it's your responsibility to acknowledge mm-hmm. and say, you know what? They was on some bullshit. I can't help what they did, but we love y'all, and let's just try to figure it out. But niggas over here in this elitist-ass system, this Akata-ass mm-hmm. shit, hey, if you a mainland African and you on some bullshit with our people and you don't recognize that our contributions and you talking about, oh, we different. And I know we used to call y'all African booty scratchers. And that's the division. I get that. But the reality is that it was an infraction made on our people. And everybody in the black community, let me explain something to you this. They pulled us on, on us this whole time. Oh, niggas, is, well, we was kings and we was queens. Mm-hmm. Man, listen, let me explain something to you, bro. It's only one king and one queen. Wasn't no 50 kings. So some niggas was regular niggas they got up out of there. Yo, great, great, great. He might just been a good person that they was hating on, and they shipped him up out of there on some hating ass shit. And you can't say we the same mm-hmm. because Africa does not have the same level of innovation as far as the African as our people. Look what we did in 400 years, and look what happened over there in 400 years. And if we the same people, why they don't got the same level over there? Mm-hmm. It, and we know it's modern cities in the continent. We know that it's progression in the continent, but it ain't black America, baby. It ain't. We created Wakanda a whole culture. Wakanda came from America. They ain't talking about no fucking Wakanda. Niggas was. Niggas was talking about Wakanda. But we ain't over there. And they make it to look like the nigga Killmonger was the bogus motherfucker. And they got down on him. And y'all <laughs> he was bogus. How? How was he not bogus? How was Killmonger bogus? He came in a... Uh, he was angry. I feel yeah, like he, he, act, them niggas. he acted out of resentment and bro, bitterness. Bro, yes, I'm bitter. Because, nigga, if my great-great-grandma, you got a soul, and she came over here, got raped, beat, molested, all that, why wouldn't nigga... That's and y'all over here living good with the, with the resources. Boom. But what's so crazy is they ain't even living good. 
in real life. Mm. They coming over here. How you sell a nigga out and now you trying to get down with him? Because they made the twerk happen and figured it out. Go to the Bible. Joseph's brother sold him into fucking slavery. And they was coming to him because he rose in that land. Now you going to refute the Bible, nigga? These niggas is goofy. But I do feel like, you know, we see like on social media how they try to portray Man, Africa. slap they ass. <laughs> slap them niggas. Facts. Yes, I'm mad. I'm good. I Why you mad, DJ car. I live in a nice home. I'm wearing a $4,500 jacket. My sneakers $2,200. And I'm not proud of none of it because I had to pay a white man to get it. I had to pay a Frenchman money to honor Dr. King. Facts. Shout out to Virgil Abloh. It's like, bruh, these niggas are enemies among us. Mm -hmm. And you going to tell me be quiet in a world too sensitive? Well, let's keep smacking the rash. Facts. I'm prepared to risk my life and career in order to save our people, bro. I'm not going to push no bullshit on you. If you Christian, if you Muslim, if you Buddhist, if you Jewish, whatever, and you in support of liberating African people, and not African men, I'm talking about black, black people, people period. in this country and abroad that live abroad from the diaspora, I will not lock arms with you. If you're a white person that's a good person, and you a thousand, I will lock arms with you. I was watching something last night. This is low-key off topic, but I was watching something last night. I just feel like black people still are not citizens of, you know, not, the bro. United States. We're not. We We're, still fighting for that freedom. We still fighting for that justice. What we got to fight for? It's over with. You lost, nigga. <laughs> Y'all lost. If you really think about it, bro, niggas is slaves. The white man brought you here to pick cotton. Let's put this shit in perspective. And I'm going to say this, and, you know, I'm going to just be real. And after that, you know, we could go to some other shit. Let's be fucking real, bro. Because you got to follow and people follow you. They love your perspective. So we're going to keep it a buck. Blacks in this fucking country was brought here to pick cotton, tobacco, rice, all that. Because they found a place that had mineral resources that they could send back to daddy Europe. Mm -hmm. What happened is... The motherfuckers got so much money, they got bougie. Said, fuck daddy Europe. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now they America. Then a certain part of America started getting more money than the rest of America, and they said, fuck daddy America. Then a certain part of them got together and say, fuck white people. So they're going to keep snaking each other out. Mm -hmm. Because whoever getting a sack, this is about money, my nigga. At the end of the day, this is slavery about was about money. This is about money. So certain people go get in that position and they're going to get funny acting when they got power, wealth, resources, industry, and um, they controlling the birth rate. Mm -hmm. Now, at the time, it was a race. They was trying to get money. So they let niggas populate. So you they, they populated for one purpose. Money. No, cotton. That made money. Right. So when that stopped, what was niggas really doing? What have we really done here after slavery? We just been begging to be here, but we ain't really doing nothing. Like, no facts. It's what industry is was black folks powering? Entertainment. you like, damn, okay, well. Sports. We already got rich. So at this point, it's like, I brought you here to do manual labor, but now the Mexican come and he do that. So what is you here for? I know how to fuck you over. 
you asking for reparations. I'm not going to pay you because I got down on you. Mm-hmm. What am I here for? Mm-hmm. What is the black here for? The black is here for this. Yeah, nigga, I know we don't got nothing, but you owe us. We built the greatest nation in the world. So now it's like that girl that you got a baby with that you don't want to be with. That's what America's <laughs> looking at us like. No cap. No cap. Damn, bitch. Like, I didn't already took you down. But the thing is, black people are the culture, though. Like, That's we set We set the tone. What's the tone? Entertainment. You don't yeah. set the tone of tech? Who is the richest black man in America? We don't know. Who is the richest black man in the world? Most people don't know. It's uh, Dingon Agate. You know what industry he's in? What? He's in land. You know where he's from? He's, I think he's from Cameroon. The point is this. Average black nigga can't get no money off no mathematical shit, no STEM, no engineering. The real shit that really dictates cultures in, in this world, we don't have places in. That's fact. So why you, just because LeBron James could dunk a ball, uh, uh, Jay-Z could rap, and Obama becoming a president, they make it seem like it's Obama's attainable. Obama's a white man. Yeah. He's a dark-skinned white man. Facts. They make it seem like being he black and rich is attainable. Niggas. What do you do for black folks? Healthcare, okay, one. You want to say that? That's it. You have nothing, my nigga. And that healthcare act is trash. Bro, but I just want to make a point be real, real quick. With yeah. We're not saying the real shit, bro. Nigga, you got robbed. You got beat. You got killed. You still in the house of the nigga that did it, but you helped build the house, so you have an attachment. They trying to fuck with you, but it's nothing for you to do no more. So why are you here? You here to, okay, well, nigga, why you here? Shit, might as well tap dance. You might as well rap, motherfucker. Oh, so now you rapping, so you got a little mm-hmm. more than the other guy. Bro, that, the average black man, I, bro, the unemployment rate in the city of Chicago for African Americans is damn near 90%. EDD saved our people. What's EDD? Unemployment saved our people. If you in the streets, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. That fed black people. The black church been robbing niggas for years. And if I got a little cousin that want to go to Pepperdine, a Christian uh, Ivy League school, and I'm tithing, and I come to you to get the ability to get a scholarship or some assistance, and you can't help me based off of my record of ties or missing it, you a fucking traitor to our people mm-hmm. and you deserve to be shot in your face facts and you don't want to realize that but you know what's gonna happen Sarasu said he said again we got to realize that most black people in this country are not going to make it they're not going to make it and when i say make it i mean like covid is really real bro mm-hmm. and it's wiping niggas out and a lot of our people it's not going to make it. This play that's finna come up is going to be a real filter, if you know what I mean. And a lot of people not prepared for that. That's why I have, take, I have taken a military posture. Because I'm not going to sit here and think that the FL studio going to save me or my family. Mm-hmm. That's what the real is. And if anybody want to say that L is this, and L is that, and L with money, and L and whatever, you can have whatever indictment you want on me. But I just want to let my information spill out to the world so we can really help people. That's just my... I like your thought process, though. Yeah. 
and we can leave it on somebody's t-shirt as well. Uh, <laughs> but um, I love that because I feel like I feel the same way a lot with what you said about black culture and like how black people don't really know what the fuck is going on and they just so lost in a whole nother world and they focused on the the material world when it's so much other shit that's going on in society that is affecting them like we really just smiling through the oppression right now these oh, yeah. the government is really just getting making a you know how much fucking J jeff bezos made this year yeah but jeff, Be jeff bezos works with the real establishment of elitist white that's it right but I'm saying our Niggas black people, our Bezos. black people are not financially literate. Like we are lacking in so many areas, but we are controlling the entertainment Why area. Why would you know about master's money? Why would you? I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of deep shit, bro, that's going on. It's people signing checks that ain't got no money in the account. It's a lot of fuck shit I'm seeing. We in the worst position that we've been ever as a people is the dilemma of the ages. And what I'm saying is this. Niggas up here talking about, oh, I'm finna put out projects. And I, nigga, your ass might not be alive to put out a fucking project. Mm -hmm. Niggas up here talking about, oh, we doing this. Like, bro, do not, people not understand that this nigga Trump ain't saying nothing when all he did was talk for four years? Actionable items. Mm-hmm. That's what the fuck is going on. People is moving. And, and, and also real shit, bro. I don't care if I lose every relationship I ever developed in music. I'll die happy man knowing that we gave somebody the information. Yeah. I appreciate you for spreading your knowledge, though. I think that's yeah, so needed. That is so needed. Yeah, bro. You know, I'm not trying to be no Sean King-ass nigga, you know, but I do this from the heart. Yeah. I'm, I'm passionate, bro. You know, this is my ministry. This is how, you know, this is how I feel. Okay. Yeah. We're going to get back to the topic, though. Is that okay uh, with you? Is, you know, I'm a political <laughs> nigga, man. I love it, though. We do got to protect our black people and wake them the fuck up. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But uh, social media, I do think it play a part in, like, people just being distracted on, like, what's important. And the way our mind consume things, like, our mind don't know what's important and what's not. Mm -hmm. So it's like we consuming all of these social media images, like these relationship goals, these career goals, everything, like these mental health goals. And it's just, it's taking over. And it's like, where's the balance at? Because people be on social media all day long. People and gotta, their um, mental health is being affected. And you don't realize that. Bro, you was fried. I mean, we going we to keep going back to the people's fried forever. Mm-hmm. I think the relationship thing is what we got to examine, bro, because black women want to have to take a serious look at polygamy. This, <laughs> this cheating is going to divide our people, bro. It's going to keep dividing us. People are, people got to understand, you know, women outnumber men. We have to take a serious examination of that. Mm -hmm. You know, in this culture, do I think that black women are going to accept that? No. Do I feel like... Um, it should be a choice thing, just like pregnancies and just like... So you believe in polygamy is what you're saying? I, I believe in its benefits because I believe that you are already practicing polygamy anyway. You just don't fucking know it because I'm cheating anyway. If I'm fucking seven girls, I'm already polygamous. I'm just not... I'm just a secret. I do be feeling like monogamy is like a hoax sometimes. I'm not going to lie. It is a hoax, bro, in certain situations. 
two people that come together that's on that type of time, cool. It should be parody and everything. If it's hot in here, turn the AC on. If it's cold, turn the heat on. That's what this shit is mm-hmm. about. This shit is about parody. Yeah. If I'm cold, put a jacket it's on. It's situational. To, it's situational things. And and I, I just think that we living in an era in which, you know, motherfuckers are scared to be hurt. Mm-hmm. Loyalty is dead. Loyalty is a financial... Don't say that. Why would you say that? I feel like that hurts my feelings because I do have like this this fairy tale of like a relationship and like what it's supposed to be. Bro, that's the same thing. A fairy which isn't real and a tale which ain't real. And a tale is at the end (laughs) and at the end of that shit is nothing because it meant nothing and that shit is over with. At the end of the day, do I believe that a woman and a man could be together? Yeah, but I think that you got to examine being able to shift the, the spaces. You have to. Shift the spaces, which means filling the voice with different women. Yes. Like, you have to examine that. And women, too. You may have a guy that might not do nothing. You might want to deal with a different guy. And you should be able to do that. You know what I'm saying? And, or at least. I don't disagree. I'm saying seriously. I don't disagree. You should be able to at least examine that. You know, women are already doing it anyway. They're secretly, I mean, I don't know the male version of it, but, you know, or the female version of polygamy, but they like Nona Darling. No love, darling. Mm-hmm. I just think when you have a sex with other men, we have to just practice the right, you know what, and we should be fine. Do I want a girl that would be doing it? Absolutely not, because I'm not conscious enough to do that yet. But the reality is the man is a king and a conqueror, and a woman is a queen. And a woman... um, in that case, you know, I just feel like she, you know, she should be upfront in what she wants. Yes. And a male should do the same thing. If they can't agree, let that um, subside and do something else. I agree. Yeah. I do. And I do think it's situational when it comes down to it, independent on each person and what they want, you know, in a relationship. But I feel like. Cut that out. <laughs> I feel like social media play a big part in like relationships and like having them go wrong because everybody in your business, everybody in your business, and you're trying to live up to these relationship goals on social media, the relationship advice on social media. Like, what is the happy medium? What we come to is like this clubhouse shit. I've been on here and black women like, oh, this is heaven for. Oh. They just like, oh, this is heaven for uh, black men and black women because I could meet a guy and he's the da-da-da of this and the PhD of that and the author of this and the pastor of that mm-hmm. and the rapper of this. And at the end of the day, what you say? Oh, listen up? Okay. Like I said, uh, whatever, whatever. And, and the reality of this is, them niggas lying, boo-boo. <laughs> and you know that. And, Not and, boo-boo. And, and the chicks is lying, too. Everybody's lying to each other. It's all a lust thing, and at the end of the day, it's all about fucking. I think that social media is a little different in this space because now you can talk. Bro, they developed somewhere you could talk to somebody, Mm -hmm. so you could schedule your link ups Mm -hmm. and shit. I ain't gonna lie, man. This shit is, we entering what? Uncharted territory. I think so, too, because Clubhouse, um, like we were saying earlier, like, 
it's so personal. And then you get to hear this person's voice. So that make it even more personal. And then, like you said, they about to create direct messages or whatever. So it's about to get really deep. Bro, my brother was just on there. Chase Davis. Shout out to Chase Davis, another legendary producer, who was a pastor in as a, well, not really a pastor, but he's like essentially like a leader in the faith community of the Hebrew Israelite. Mm -hmm. So he is a producer as well. So he just was speaking on the app. Y'all heard it. Where he had been, he was just talking about, man, I've lost money and stuff. And, and he had a passion in his voice because he's hearing what these people are saying. He's taking it personal. You know what I'm saying? Because it is personal. Mm -hmm. So when I yell and shit, when we hearing points and we debating and all that, it's a it's a serious thing that people got to understand, and um, I, I just think at the end of the day, I want people to understand my voice to understand this. When you got something that's personal like that, it could really, it could really affect things negatively, you know, because now if somebody die off this shit because they could actually link up with no problems. That's when we have room for error, right. and I just want to make it clear. Um, um, but there's there's room for error on social media, period. People be talking to people on social media. They don't know who the fuck they talking to. Like catfish is very fucking real. People mm -hmm. have died off of me, meeting up with people on social media. Like it's not a fucking game. And I just do like want people to understand like the healthy boundaries that come with it and the fake personas that's on social media because everybody is not who the fuck they say they is. Mm -hmm. Well, my thing is this: is that I think that. We have to examine Clubhouse because Clubhouse is so inflammatory and it's the nature of being able to speak with one another. Mm -hmm. And I think that um, it may be the most powerful app of all time because you never had a situation where I could talk to you um, in mass um, about issues. Like even if you was to go and have a party and a date party or some sort of mixer, you still have music. You still have, you can't fit a bunch of people into a room and there, and you're not talking. You got music, everybody can't talk to everybody. But when you got everybody in one place and everybody could put messages mm -hmm. out and you could all chime in at, that provides a situation that um, has the ability to change everything. And, you know, me and my team that took it over. I heard you room. broke Clubhouse. And we're going to keep breaking it. You know what I'm saying? We're going to come in and we're going to ask the real questions. Is T.D. Jakes a false prophet? Is he? Yes. But that's my opinion. But if you fuck with T.D. Jakes, you might be on Clubhouse and could defend that point. B.J. Nafis is on there right now just check cooking. Mm. Cooking. He at the top of the board based off interaction. They do it off of how much audio streaming. They rank it. People don't know that. Mm. He ended up cooking, so he must be talking about something. I know Nafis is a dude that's spiritual and understand that shit, could break it down, and he'll love the debates. And that should give that brother his platform where he could come and talk about religion on there or whatever the case may be and give his gems and jewels. Forgiveness is the Do you key. think cancel culture is a real thing in Clubhouse? Because you know cancel culture is something that's very real on Twitter. Black Twitter do not be fucking playing with these people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we will cancel a motherfucker in a second. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but Clubhouse, it yeah. might be a little different. It, it's real because they there. I'm reading on Twitter. I'm talking to you on Clubhouse. Instagram was comments. So I could just turn them off. I don't got to see you. Mm -hmm. you and I, I'm silencing you. 
You can't silence me on here. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And they're not going to not leave because you're on that seven hours, eight hours, 12 hours of engagement. As opposed to Instagram, 25 minutes, mm-hmm. two, three minutes every now and then when you got to check some, 20 minutes, consistent use. They're going to win. So my dominance on there is no secret, and I'm extremely happy to people fuck with me on there. Shout out to the brother Mace. Shout out to brother Joe, um, Joe Budden. Shout out to the brother Measy. You know, me and him had a disagreement, but me and that brother made peace. I got nothing below respect I love respect it. For I love it. And at the end of the day, you know, I love to hear intelligent topics. 21 Savage is a gangster rapper, and you can hear him talk about intelligent topics that affect the black community. That's the beauty it's of it. It's just a different, like, touch, a different reach to people. I really love Clubhouse. Like, Clubhouse I'm an advocate per- but person that uses it. I love that it. That in the wrong hands. What Peter Parker says, uncle in the movie, with what great power comes what great responsibility. So that responsibility, my G. But I just feel like anybody with a platform on social media, period, Should feel like they them. feel like they that bitch though, or but that nigga. You're talking to one another. That's what Deborah Adney. But this is my thing. I just feel like people be behind, be hiding behind their social media platform. Oh, they finna hide. But look, they finna hide for sure. See, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm letting everybody know who I am, and I'm finna put my picture in the Abbey so they know how I look like currently. And we are gonna stand on this, bro. I I grew up scared, bro. I grew up in fear. What you mean scared? Now listen, I grew up scary. I grew up in fear of things, not knowing who I am, mm-hmm. not knowing what I wanted to bring to the world. And like, me and his brother was having a conversation, you know, and he was speaking to me in regards to the situation I had with the other brother about me being a certain way historically when it comes to conflict. Mm-hmm. And my thing is this. At some point, you got to stand up. How long are we going to sit down? Like, that's just how I feel. I'm tired of conforming. I'm tired. Me too. I'm tired. That's why Kanye West like, yo, I'm just leaving it alone. I'm going to sell shoes. I might do occasional. Like, niggas in music ain't even eating for real. If you a producer, bro, and you understand my voice, listen to this. If you worked on three people's projects, Polo G., Let's say G Herbo and Lil Durk. Let's do the top three. And you get four songs on each of these dudes' projects. They're going to say you're top producer of the year. Woo, you're going to be cooking. But let's just say you're a young producer. Let's say they be generous. Let's give you 5000 a track. Let's say you have four tracks on there per album. That is 20000 per album. Mm-hmm. That is 60000 in total. You got to pay your lawyer. And half of that, you, you only got a front end and a back end. I, that only translates to $30,000 if you're on three of the biggest producers' albums, uh, three of the biggest artist albums in the world. you still broke. You can't make no money. Now, that's just your fee. You may get a royalty, but what's the odds? That's the lottery. So you're still broke. That's why I'm not producing no more. Now, if you're getting fifth, let's say, let's say you did $50,000 a track. 50 times four is what? 200000 mm-hmm. 200 times three is six. Six, half of that is three. 300000 my G. Still, you're not even NBA salary. That's mm. the problem. It's not worth it. I want to get into a space in which we encourage people to win. Niggas want to know how I'm eating, not rap. Damn. That's well, fact. that's real, though. 
I mean, I don't know personally because I'm not in the industry personally. I mean, that's just facts. But right? I just, I've always heard that, like, you know, rappers not making the money that y'all think they making. You know no, what but I mean? The artists eating from shows. Yeah. Yeah. Either from shows because if you popping, but and COVID got, really, you know, really COVID, intercepted that. Well, I mean, look, you said it before me. COVID just fucked y'all money up. Yeah. Now you can't tour, so where your money gonna come from? Not one of this. I'm talking about arenas, arenas, my G. Mm-hmm. Like you in a position where you like losing on. I feel like artists don't talk about that. Like they don't. Because they don't, do you want? They talk? don't express that publicly, especially on social media. They because don't. Do you want to express? Yo, they 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 downs. You know, they because, always express they up, they ups. But you gonna hear it on Clubhouse when at, at that three o'clock in the morning hour when they see, <laughs> and you know what? That's the topic I got. And I'm gonna save it in my notes. Do that right now before you forget. Well, rappers, this is how this my process goes. Will rappers go broke because hold on, shows stopped from COVID? So this is how my process is, guys. So just to give, you, so I save it, and I, as I think of good ideas, I have it on there. I go on there and I consult with the team. We launch it. I want to make it more, more. Risque or more like clickbait. Your favorite rapper will be homeless because of COVID. Gee, that shit is crazy. And like when you put that into perspective, like everybody that is watching these people via social media because they have now, no look, the access and no proximity see. to people, and they're watching them through social media, and they feel like they connected to this person, and they feel like this person is Watch who they that. really say they is, You're and right. it's not that. The big guys not gonna feel it. It's the guys that got $50,000 a month in bills and $40,000. They got bills like at $40,000, $50,000 a month that they're hemorrhaging money and the streaming ain't bringing enough money. It's a weird road. And when you get to that point, you pop. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to see some of your favorite rappers literally calling a label and telling a label, and then the question becomes, just like the American what auto industry, will the labels bail out black artists? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Another question. But, um, one last thing before we wrap this whole thing up. I just want to feel like, you know, what is the effect of social media on mental health and and your in your own identity? Because you can get so lost in a world of Social media, and you can have your own fake persona or whatever you, whatever the fuck you create on social media. But like, where is the the mental health at the mental health component? Because people be having low self esteem when it comes to comparing themselves to other people who are living this life or what you think they're living, you know. And comparison is the thief of all joy. And I feel like that affects your mental health when we compare ourselves. You gotta compare yourself. Comparison, like you said, that that's a great. I'm still that, so I'm look. Hard. When you hear me say this shit on Clubhouse, nigga, you know I got it. But the reality is this, man. I don't know who that's from. Uh, lit. <laughs> well, look, the, when you say that 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 um, we live in a society. Look, I'm gonna tell a story, man. I feel like all black elementary schools and grammar schools should be burnt to the fucking ground. Oh wow. Not with the kids. <laughs> I grew up Why in, you feel like that? I'm going to tell you, bro. I grew up in Chicago. Um, we had a thing back in the day called the Iowa test and the ice. Yeah, I took that. 
You know what I'm saying? Shots, if you took an Iowa test, you were old motherfucker now. So. Hold on now. Hold on now. Don't be telling we my age. We Iowa test old. Well, look, the fact is this. the You know, as a kid, um, they would have things like at the end of the year, you know, you get on there, your teacher come with the roll, and you in third or fourth grade, and she'll say, Timmy, uh, oh, she'll say, Timmy, um, you gotta, cause you gotta think the scale, you had 10 was the highest you could get, one was the lowest mm-hmm. you could get. So, you had to have over five and both to pass to the next grade. So, you might have a, Timmy might have had a six in math and a five in reading and just passed. Mm-hmm. And they announced the results in front of the whole class to embarrass you. So you might say, Tamika, you had a nine in reading and two in math. You got to repeat your grade. Mm-hmm. You would see black people crying, black kids crying. That's mental health, my nigga. When you, when you got a situation yes. where you got black parents that had black teachers that you might have been acting up and your parent come in and whoop your ass in front of the whole class. Mental health. Y'all just think that if you this bro, like for real, that might have fucked you up. That might have got you so fucked up when you started gang banking because you was embarrassed. Trauma. You know, when it's to the point where they reading your fucking test results in front of people, it's comparison. So if our leaders was doing this, if you said, follow the teacher, follow the teacher, and the teacher up there saying, hey, Timmy, you got a 90, you got an 80, you got a 30, nigga, you already feel like you ain't shit. That got to stop. Yeah, I agree. That's that's real talk, bro. Black school, that's another one I'm finna do. Black K-8 through schools should be burnt to the fucking ground. I love the fact the kids in the home, at least they're not getting shitted on. And granted, on the flip side, those schools were safe havens for certain kids. Mm-hmm. So Some kids don't eat. And they go to school, they eat. Man, I know certain kids in the school that if you don't pay the lunch fee... Oh, and another thing, They too, put you on front street. They put you on front street. Oh, you got to come out of line because your mama ain't pay that fee. That's that some shit bullshit. Fucked but up. y'all don't want to talk about yes, that though. Yes. Real shit. The teachers fucking each other, failing certain kids. Okay, y'all. Like, <laughs> real talk, bro. Like I'm just being real, bro. I appreciate it, bro. They promote the athletes. They don't let them go to class, but the kids just going. Oh, he, 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 he gotta go. But a nigga like Derrick Rose, let's put him out there. Everybody say it was slow and all that. I love the brothers' ascension. I love how he talk now. You know what I love about Derrick Rose? Let me get the point out. Go ahead. A nigga like Derrick Rose, Simeon didn't hold him to an academic standard. And that's why they cheated for that nigga. Because they knew that he was going to go somewhere. And I I love it. You know what? Push that nigga through. They cheat for their people. You seen that scandal all the man? Get get that nigga to the top. They paying for their kids to go to college and shit. Y'all want to go and pay for your daughter to go to USC? Then we gonna make sure Derrick Rose go to NBA, bitch. Yeah. And I and I support that message fully. But have the parity. Don't fail the other kid that needs to go to Clark Atlanta, but you won't push the same thing because you want Bulls tickets, nigga. Because you know where he going. Mm-hmm. That's the fuck shit. What Them niggas need to be held accountable for that. 
Like I said, <laughs> when we first started this episode. Y'all know that shit real. This man is they crazy. They cheated for But you're making niggas. valid points, though. I really appreciate all of your perspectives and all of your insight. I really do appreciate it. And you know, I'll come back again. <laughs> if them motherfuckers ain't put two bullets in my ass yet. No, say that. Do hey, not look, say that. Hey, look. I'm speaking out against some I have a question, people. though. Would you post your bitch on social media? Absolutely not. Because I believe in... Um, I believe in military silence when it comes to my personal life. Like, it's no way you can... Let but people post their money, people post their mama, people post their job, people post their gifts. I don't post but y'all don't want to post y'all relationship. I don't get I don't, that. I don't post nothing that got to do with the internal details of my home. How do you feel about people that do that, though? Like I feel like you're making yourself susceptible to invasion, violence, and... Um, quite frankly, death. Because what happens, like right now, little baby just had a situation with his baby mother. Mm -hmm. Now somebody may be preying upon that woman because she got to deal with that strike yeah. on the public stage. That's what. We're That's the fucked about. up part. The, like you said last night on the phone, the power of a DM. The power of a DM. A DM made me. Rich. It goes far. Listen, bro. I don't want to be the number one nigga. Like, a lot of niggas say, man, instead of talking about black people, you should be focused on being the number one producer. Knock it off. I don't care about your puppet position. Because when I die, and when I'm here in 50, 60, 70 years from now, y'all say, man, the brother L stood for something, and your ass was just the nigga that made beats that they don't talk about anymore because music's evolved. Mm -hmm. And I'm here forever. When they preaching about me and talking about me in a church sermon or a school classroom because we live forever through our ideologies, philosophies, and opinions, then I know that I have accomplished my purpose in this life. Period. At the same time, he said, Achievement, don't, bro. don't box him in. Don't box a nobody in, though. Yeah. Listen, bro. It's about purpose. Listen, bro. It's about purpose. Listen, bro. I don't give a fuck. We preach achievement around anybody I'm around, whether you a nigga whether you a, a fucking girl or whatever, if you're not doing something in your life on the highest level of whatever you're doing, your ass is playing yourself. I don't give a fuck what you do. Be the best at it, bro. Niggas don't understand that. Niggas still talking about a lot of other shit but ain't accomplishing nothing. We have achieved in America as black people as far as building. but We have not achieved in America as far as healing. Yes. We hurt, my nigga. Very. We hurt because I got I feel like down. we very angry and we, we very be. bitter and we resentful. Bro, we should very be that much way. so. We should be that way. What why why wouldn't why wouldn't we be bitter? What's your last name? First of all, let me let me let me come over here. Talk What's your last name? Talking about my government. Hold on. What's your Bell. friend? What's Bell. And it's not a it's not a black last name, I'm sure. My last name is Bell. That's English. Exactly. Who is Bell to you? Alexander Bell. He created the fucking phone. So I'm sure it's no, a no, white... No, I'm saying who is Bell to you? Are you saying... Is that I'm sure it's a white man. You don't look like that. That's unorthodox. It is insane to have a name of an Englishman. But you know how you got that name? Slavery. Boom. You reminded every day of why the fuck you should be mad. You know what? He just gave me a reality check. 
And we finna wrap this thing the fuck up because we've been oh, talking. Sorry, DJ L know he can talk his ass off, well, but I appreciate two, him. I've had another two hours, y'all want to do I so. appreciate him and his perspe- perspective so much. I'll come back. <laughs> you got to come back for episode two, but part two. But I do appreciate you. And if you got anything you want to ask me, you know, go ahead. Do that. Um, um, what is your stance on Martin Luther King and, and his wife? <laughs> and and her understanding his infidelity and being able to stay down. Honestly, as a woman, um, I never understood women who can do that. Like my my feelings would be so hurt where I couldn't even I couldn't accept you cheating on anybody. I don't care who the fuck you are. I don't care how much money you got. I don't care what you stand for. But at the end of the day, you're betraying me. So I always had this standpoint about Martin Luther King and like anybody who has stood for social justice, but also cheating on their wife at the same time. Like I just feel like there's a contradiction there because how can you be this man to the public, but in private, you treat me like this. You know what I mean? So with Coretta, I really do think she was a strong woman, though, especially in those times. Like she had to hold him down because it was a whole different purpose. It was a whole different purpose. Exactly. It was a whole different purpose to their relationship. It wasn't just love. It was deeper than that. Yeah, and um, that's powerful that yeah. you understand that because dude was worse in his life. Even though I feel like he was an age, but he was cheating with white bitches. You say he was cheating with white. <laughs> you know what? You know what's funny though about that? It's like. That's a big fuck you, right? It's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to fuck your bitch. Like, <laughs> black power. Like, I'm with all that. Like, you know what? And and we got to be understand. We got to let young niggas come We got to get you back on for a black power episode. Bro. And, it, and, it, and it, it's like, you got to understand one last thing. You got to let young people have the opportunity to give you insight. Yes. Like, I'm getting insight from younger niggas that ain't got my position. Yes. And I take it and I... Embrace it. Because you know why? Because as cliche as it sounds, the future the future belongs to the children. And it belongs to the kids and the teenagers. And These Generation old G. niggas, they finna die. Yes. What, what Frederick Douglass yes. say? It is easier to build new children and repair broken men. These niggas over with, yes. man. They, hey, listen, man. These niggas dead and stinking. That's they why we have up. to restore our people. And let people understand like what's important and what's not, especially when it comes and to look, consuming let me, And let me things. say one thing, bro. Like the nigga Stokely Carmichael, Kwame Ture, legend. He the one that told Dr. King, hey, bro, niggas don't fuck with you, my G. Facts. They was fucking with dude that Malcolm was up X. there with them glasses talking about getting up out of here. You need to change what you talking about. A nigga's going to be like, you was a bitch-ass nigga. But you know, so before, you know what Martin, happened? before Martin died, he was really getting on yeah, that, Yeah, because he listened to... His little nigga. That's why I say niggas like John Lewis was cool-ass niggas because they got mad. Listen, let me show you how power worked, and I'm going to get the fuck out of it. You had SNCC, the student, what? Student in college, the student nonviolent courting commission or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. You had Stokely Carmichael was in that shit and John Lewis. Stokely, man, get the fuck out of here, dude. You talk about just walk with your head high and get slapped with the... Uh, with the vanilla wafer in your face, man. Get the fuck out of here, man. Fuck you talking about? Because mm-hmm. Stokely Carmichael came with the knowledge. He got and infiltrated that movement in the South from Howard University. And when it told Dr. King, first he started out as a driver. He was like, okay, this is Dr. King. I'm going to get up on dude and I'm going to tell his ass, fam, you tweak it. Yeah. So he got in. He got in, got dude the fuck up out of there, and he never, he never let it go. 
even at his funeral, uh, what's the guy name? Uh, Bill Clinton talked about it could have went Stokely's way, but it went his way. And I Sigmas, y'all should bang on him for that. If you a motherfucking Sigma and you hearing that this white man was an honorary Sigma, talk about Stokely Carmichael like that, y'all some fuck niggas. Mm. And that's not indicative of all Sigmas because y'all hold shit down. But at the end of the day, y'all going to let this white man that y'all letting y'all honorary y'all fraternity bang on Stokely Carmichael who got up on Dr. King and told him, hey, bruh, I'm in these streets. Stop turning the other cheek. I'm in, No, I'm with Elijah Muhammad and them, man. Mm-hmm. You got to get up with them because your ass tripping. So Sigma's bang on him for that. Facts. You know what? What the fuck is wrong with y'all? I love all the points that DJL has made. And watch what happened. When he started listening to Stokely say, hey, this driver nigga know what the fuck he talk about. He changed. And he started. But guess what? He got killed right after that. Yeah. Right after that. And he he in interviews with Dr. King right next to him. And they said, Stokely, you agree? And he like, man, I don't agree. His ass tripping. This is my big homie. His ass needs to get a grip on fucking reality. And at the end of the day, he was like, you know what? I fuck with what Stokely talking about. And I, I fear I've integrated people into a burning house. And then when he started talking about that check, they hit his ass in the head with the mm-hmm. chopper. Fact. Period. DJ L, what can we find you at on social media? Find me on 79th Street, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> find me in the Jacks, nigga. No. Find me on the kid DJ L. I'm finna dare to change my name. But it's T-H-A-K-I-D-D-J-L <laughs> on Clubhouse St. L. I'm a motherfucking saint. My middle name, Lewis. St. L. Because, nigga, I'm putting on. And, uh, the shit, I don't even care no more, man. Just support black businesses. Support everything. Support this woman shit. Thank you. She's a queen. You niggas is fuck niggas. <laughs> God bless the streets. Free bands forever. Uh, this nigga's crazy. But I love him, and I love his perspectives, and I appreciate him. But y'all, thank y'all so much for tuning in to the Diamond Socials Podcast. And Once Kevin again. Hart, you're not funny. And Kevin Hart, you're not fucking funny. I agree with DJ L on that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Follow Your daughter me. not a hoe. Your daughter not a hoe. Follow me on Twitter at Diamond the Dosage Brand and follow me on Instagram at Diamonds Dosage. Y'all niggas know what the fuck is up. Thank you, DJL, once again for coming. God through. bless the streets. Period. <laughs>